0: Hello there, Niver Niver Season 2, Episode 3. Guests today are Annie Spaeth from The Lin Hall and Denise Everness from Great Tree Healing. And healing is really the emphasis of the show today, figuring out where we are on this ride that is life. Denise Everness has helped Annie and myself in private sessions consider things about ourselves, a little deeper investigation into our own energy and why we are feeling how we are. So today as you listen, I'm hoping you're going to be open. And you're going to have to be a little bit to understand, you know, the other side of yourself through the energy that you put through and out there into the universe. Anyway, this is Niver Niver Yeah, and that is why we are here today, Niver, Niverland. It kind of sounds corny when I have to introduce the show, but it also is. This is, is this is my Niver, Niverland. This is my fantastical place where I get to set up a scene like this with people that I enjoy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we get to talk about stuff. Awesome. And today in particular, uh, I, like I say, you know, I don't know how this comes out after editing or whatever, but like it was just so easy to start a conversation with you and to have like those sensations and those feelings and those ideas just kind of come forth mm-hmm. and that universal healing is exactly what we're going to try to talk about today okay um just uh as it goes uh here in Never Neverland this is uh, season 2 i think we're going to be episode 3 so it's official and i'm here with two people that one of one of which i know uh the other um I had met a long time ago at Maven, I think, quickly over bagel. Uh We have with us today in Naira Never Neverland and Annie Spave. Um, she's the owner-operator of the Lynn Hall. Is that what you would say? I would
2: say
0: that. Uh, owner-operator <laughs> of the Lind Hall, which we know is a, a beautiful uh, space. And, you know, on Lindale, um, with these beautiful murals and this beautiful kitchen where you open up... Uh, your space to others so they can come in here and create and that you've given this you know space and name the linny inside the lynn hall and that you've you know put this out here for others to use what what an amazing thing Thank you. And I really appreciate that you're doing it. And I know that through COVID, everybody had a hard time with everything. But also, like, those creative minds had to come forward. So hopefully you saw them and they came through here. I saw Yia Vang came through here. And just it's just so nice that um, you're available to have these types of things happen for our industry and outside of our industry. So thanks for welcoming us to the Lynn Hall today. Absolutely. Pleasure, Annie. And also... Denise Everness. Denise is somebody both Annie and I know. Uh, We work with Denise Everness uh, from Great Tree Healing. Um, And Denise has kind of, well, I went to her office and had a session with her and it was amazing. I feel like uh, I needed a hand with where my energy was and Denise came forward through um, another connection. Uh, somebody named rick that works with denise and rick was uh, a dude that ended up clearing if you call it that clearing a space over at uh, 901 lake where formerly maven formerly trattoria moochie and i that's how i got hooked up with denise so then i had a session with denise and it was fantastic so welcome denise everness
1: thank you thank you for having me oh yeah
0: yeah i um I'm hoping that um, as you are listening, you're staying open to what we're talking about today. This is a uh, you, this is about your energy, this is about the energy of others, this is about the, a community of energy. Mm-hmm. And I, this is something that you know I'm still I, I still I don't know anything about it, but I sense it all the time. People walk into the door of the restaurant. And I'm immediately trying to, and without trying to, kind of sensing. I'm sizing them up, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know what they're bringing with them.
1: Yeah, for, right? sure, for sure. So
0: then they walk in my door at the restaurant, and there's got to be some sort of spirit they're picking, on, or picking up on too. Guess what? It's my spirit. What we put out there in terms of our food and our energy and our service, that's what I want you know, people to kind of sense the place. So, as you listen today, stay open. As you listen today, try to believe in something different for a minute. You don't have to commit fully. Just You can try to believe in something and not have to go the full way and commit fully. But you can try even just for a short period of time. Play around with your openness, you know. And if you're not open, you know, okay, this could be fun too. It may sound a little weird to you, but that doesn't mean it's not maybe something that you're affected by. And I was trying to kind of pinpoint a way to introduce this, but this is it. You know, Through the work that I do in my restaurants, it's all about this energy and this flow of energy and getting people in the door. And even when it's slow, you're trying to provide that, that movement so that your staff and everybody's kind of on their way with this. Um, And lastly, you know, if you don't necessarily as you listen and you don't necessarily believe just I think then you have to Consider how you respect things that you don't believe in Because you don't have to believe in something for it to be true And I just want you to kind of, you know, hear us out maybe on some of this All right, so We're here at the Linney, inside the Lin Hall, kind of set up before with everybody that, you know, uh, we're, Denise just kind of immediately starts sensing these things around the people that are in the room. Um, I'm wondering, Denise, just kind of, if, if you don't mind getting right to it, just where are you, when you walked in here, what happens when you go into places, do you immediately always start sensing something?
1: Um, it's it just varies um, it's it's also my choice right to energy you, we all have personal freedom and personal choice so when you work this way and you understand that you are what I would call an empath or someone that's sensitive to energy you make a decision and a choice when I was coming in here I chose to be open to the energy in here but that's not always the case and it's all also you don't want to be reading people right it's it's like peeking in a window right I think there's an ethical guideline to it and I stay really true to that so if people want my insight or want me to look in an energetic situation I'm happy to do that but I also don't want to cross lines just like you wouldn't with others and also energy can be it's very personal and it can be overwhelming and sometimes I can feel things like for instance today I was after dropping my son off at school I saw a boy walking and i could just feel how scared he was and and struggling with his own his own self-value right and so i immediately just sent love and light to to him and absorb some of what he was dealing with and then i had this idea i need to like hug all these kids that are coming into school <laughs> like maybe that can be a thing right it's just like there's such low vibration so i always i have to be careful right Mm -hmm. so i turn it on when i when i can and when my energy is full and but i also choose to respect other people's energies as well yeah so So as we
0: were standing here kind of again before we started the episode Mm -hmm. um you said to me you know somebody's experiencing something with their left side
1: yeah so my left hip is buzzing all the way down still to my to my feet
0: and then I just I made sure that you knew that I'm experiencing some sciatic pain Mm -hmm. and I have been for some days now yeah and and (laughs) it just you know we talked about it a minute and you sent some I don't know what you sent to me whatever you sent to me if you could bottle that up please but you sent some um, good vibes my way and I kind of felt softer and a little bit lighter even just kind of Mm -hmm. you know that you knew that you were sensing me is fine, you know, like I, that's a tension in a way like that feels good to me.
1: <laughs> well, it's still but, buzzing. So it's like yeah. what I explained to people is energy. Our energy is, is limitless. Really it is. And just the fact that you and I are close to each other now, it's like energetically our energies coming together. Mm-hmm. And I chose I set an intention of healing for everyone that was coming today and actually your listeners who are listening. If they're open to it, breath is life force. They can literally just take a deep breath, see if they feel things shifting. Those that are sensitive to energy might go, whoa, that was cool. Or there might be a release, right? They might start crying and don't, don't be afraid. It's really just energy and energy has to move just like everything else. If energy gets stuck, it's stagnant. And with stagnation can it's like a think of it as like a balloon that just keeps filling and filling and filling. And you want to keep things flowing so that you don't pop like a balloon or you don't get sick because stagnant energy can create illness. So many times there are people that even come in and, um, you know, the work I do heals people physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, because in my world, that were all those components yeah. right and when and then all of those components are working well it's wonderful but when something gets stuck and if it's an energetic thing that gets stuck that's how i can help people
0: yeah i said to matt last week um when we were kind of confirming things here i mm-hmm. looked at him dead in the face and i said matt i don't know how this is gonna go i could cry like denise and i like and when we were together
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know i could totally you know, like have an outburst, and I'm like, you know, want to don't want to do that on camera. At the same time, I am like, you know, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> but I was prepared, like, as you say that, because you 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 say like this energy that you have built up. Of course, mm-hmm. I have that built up, you know, like almost always, you know, like mm-hmm. I got two balloons, but the, <laughs> but this is this is exactly it, and I'm so glad, you know, that the timing worked out for us to get together mm-hmm. because, you know, I think, you know. The, the way that these last two years have been and the things I've had to consider in the last two years that what you even in one session, but what your team does really opened my eyes to the possibilities.
1: That's great. That's beautiful it is that's all it takes is just be curious i tell people all this time just stay curious yeah i tell people all the time you don't i'm not here to make you believe anything that's not my job and i don't want that job but at the same time i'm here to offer you an experience of yourself because i know very deeply that everything you have everything in your you came you came fully programmed Mm -hmm. but we live in a culture that that sort of is heavy the human world is heavy it's a heavy vibration and it makes you doubt yourself because we put so much emphasis in in the mind right but the mind is a beautiful tool it helps you figure things out it's smart it's where you know academia and all of that it's 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 important but really the truth of who you are isn't in your mind it's in your heart right so It's just learning how to understand that. And when people have these experiences and and we can go with the gifts that I have and the connection to the channel of healing that I do, which is really Reiki, um, Mm -hmm. I just have the gift to see where you and the universe are going. And then I have the gift of sharing that. And for people. You sure do. For giving you that perspective. And it can even be, if you're open to it, a lot of past life experience because you bring all of those stories with you. And sometimes things line up so that you're, you these same challenges come your way, right? And when you see that, and I don't know anything about it, but then we can talk about it after and it's like, every time, wow, like, I, it totally makes so much mm-hmm. sense to me.
0: So I was in marriage therapy for a very short time, because I, I didn't really love the vibe. but. The therapist said one thing um, that was very important he said that I think you in it was about my and we're still together by the way it works out um, when when you get to a certain point and there's a big problem that's that certain point many people decide to give up and they'll walk away but then because it wasn't working right mm-hmm. but then so they walk away so then they get into another relationship and they're going to end they usually end up back at that point again
1: mm-hmm.
0: where they're going to need to decide am i going to give up on this again or am i actually going to look at what the problem is and fix it so that I can go ahead because basically we tend to repeat these things until we fix them so you're you're even saying that in a past life for example, mm-hmm. I didn't, there was a betrayal or whatever. And then in this life, you know, maybe that's something I bump up against again mm-hmm. until I fix it. Right. Do you think if I fixed it in this life, that the next life would be without it and I'd have right. a different challenge? It's
1: like cleaning up karma. That's how I tell people all the time. It's like karmic debris. You're going to keep, like, um, if I can share, I mean, there's so much to share, um, but Please. one particular, a woman came in and her, she really wanted, she felt she was another healer and she said, I've been directed to you because I know there's a past life story underneath a story that I'm currently experiencing and I'm devastated. My heart is, I just need, and I said, of course, what I always say, I'm not in control. So this is you in the universe, but let's see where we go. And I didn't know anything about her story. Uh, So we get in channel and sure enough, boof, a past life story starts emerging. And it's um, I see her with a bonnet, you know, and she's got a million kids, like eight kids, maybe running around its farm, its farm community. And then I start to see this man um, in the corner. And one of the things she wanted to know was a relationship that she was currently in that wasn't progressing okay she said i'm in love with this man but it's just not progressing i, I want to marry him and i want to do all this stuff and it's just not we're just stuck so all of a sudden in this vision as, as i'm working through her chakras she and the universe are walking through this story and i look at look and i see this man and he's got he's uh, amish it's like that hat that black hat that they wear yeah. starts becoming and he's got a drinking problem and he's hiding in the corner and it's very dark so it's very then all of a sudden he takes me out to a field and he's showing me um, himself digging a ditch and he falls in the ditch with others he falls smashes his leg really really badly to the point where i don't think he's i think it got infected Um, that's where he was telling me this is where the drinking came to deal with the pain then he brings the book whatever book i don't know what that religion is but there's some book he brings this book it's leather and he's like i did everything by this book why did this happen to me really angry with god Mm. like i'm pissed i did everything like everything in here i lived the life you know and why is this happening to me you know why did i die why did this happen why did i lose my family why did i lose my life right so the anger was really intense um the community absorbed that like absorbed this woman and her children but it was a really hard life experience okay so then she said, okay, after the session, can I share with you now, this timeline, the life that I'm living now? Sure. So she said, so um, a few years back, this gentleman that I'm involved with was in a horrible car accident. He um, is considered disabled. Um, he it lives in chronic pain. He has developed a really heavy-duty substance abuse problem. And I'm a healer and the work I do, he's angry. He doesn't believe it. he's just really angry with God again. I said, okay, so let's look at that. To me, in the work I do, that's a parallel. So look at all how those things have lined up again. So I said, this story has nothing to do with you. It's not about you. This is his, These are his challenges and this is the work that he has to do. Can you be with him and support him? You can, but you have a choice in this life. I said, I'm just so happy for you that you're not married and you don't have eight kids because that would just make it even harder. But I said, that is... A, and she, she said, oh, my God, I just feel like I just lost 50 pounds. It's like giving someone that perspective yeah. when I know nothing and it validates every like all of these obstacles. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, you know, we're, we all have free will, so I even offered... I said, if he's willing to come in and have a session, I won't... I mean, I'm willing to do it for free because he needs healing and yeah. he needs to you know anything I can do to help him w- through this because he came back here to work through this, but he's got to work through it in order to be done with that karma.
0: Yeah. And those, gosh, how things manifest and move into a bigger, deeper problem through whatever pain, whether it be mental or physical, Yeah, you know, that is, that opens up like <laughs> a whole bunch of You know feeling that it needs to somehow either be sensed or cured or uh, before it manifests into something totally hard annie tell me a little bit how did you two hook up
2: well i i think i reached out to you tim and and told (laughs) you this that i was out in wyoming um waiting for my kids to get out of a kids camp and the article that stephanie marsh had written about you and the experience of the clearing that you did popped into my feed and I didn't realize at the time that that was an older article it just came up and um started reading it and I thought wow this is some some stuff that's resonating like we've had some of these instances happen at Lynn Hall and I showed so I messaged our team at that time this was pre-COVID um our old chef general manager Kristen Tyborski, who as you know has been in this industry for a long time and has seen a lot of wacky things mm-hmm. but she was the subject of two of those instances where guests just were acting really strange I mean you know I know people can get upset about food but it was like these people had sort of lost their minds so I messaged her and I said hey I'm really interested in this what do you think um, she's like why not so I went on the, the link um, to uh, Denise's website And started reading through it, didn't know anything really about Reiki, other than that I had started on a journey um, with my minister's sister-in-law, who's a healer, but she's based out of Salem, Oregon. So I knew a little bit about healing from my experience with her, where she, um, we were sitting at a table actually down here, and for her, her gifts show up in that her third eye is open, and she said it's like when she's talking to you, a movie screen kind of pops up, next to you and she can see past experiences and um, so that was sort of my first touch with it but I didn't really understand what Reiki and what energy work was on the level that I do today until until I read the article and then I you know scheduled Rick to come and do a clearing here but then saw Denise um, before I saw him and I was smiling when you were talking about you don't know how you know you're going to react when you are around denise because it is really powerful i mean i my first session with her when her her office was just down the street here on bryant um, i just started crying and sobbing uncontrollably um, and at that time didn't realize that i was carrying a lot of um, childhood trauma of a family member and i it's it was like the strangest um, i guess experience because I knew intellectually that I was sobbing and I've never cried in that way where it was just like a water fountain of tears and to the point that my body was sort of just like convulsing I was Mm -hmm. sobbing so hard and Denise and the way that she does was so kind and just said we're just going to stay here for a while until this clears. And then just like that, it just passed. And um, I just felt, as she described with this other client, um, just a tremendous weight lifted off of me. And I left that first session. And I think I (laughs) tried to come back here and have a meeting. And I was so exhausted. I went home and slept, I don't know how many hours. But it's interesting how you don't realize how much energy you're carrying, whether it is connected to... A current dynamic or a past life or but what she has done to help open my heart center which was very blocked i mean i remember her saying at the time you have a mountain on top of your heart like you are protecting yourself so much and you know and i, I also was smiling thinking about when you were talking about these this karma and past life one of the most beautiful things about working with denise is really understanding more the perspective right is that you know, these events that happen in your life and you don't understand why it is that you're responding so strongly. So when you were giving that example of the marriage therapist, you know, until you understand your relationships and how those may have played out in past life imprints, um, it can be really disturbing, right? I mean, I've, I come from a background of dealing with abused children and prosecuting those cases and understanding childhood trauma, Um, but still for you to continue to react as strongly when things trigger you but now to understand it in a larger universal way it's really gives you such great peace and calm and what denise has given to me and rick and the other healers that i've now come to know is a tremendous amount of peace i think there's so much i didn't realize how much of a fear-based life that i was leading and now working with Denise she's always saying to me and reminding me you know the universe only wants your greatest good and that's it's all what this work is about is really uncovering through the journey with her and with these other healers that again are are people that you trust because as you know it's a very vulnerable place to put yourself but to think about the large expanse of what the universe truly wants for you and to start seeing the world through that perspective, it's really beautiful, right? It's really calming and peaceful. And we talk a lot about how much suffering goes on in this world. And, you know, that's all really, in a lot of ways, self imposed. And when you can break through that barrier and get out of that lower vibration of fear, which so many of us live in, especially in this day and age, and you really just let go of that and believe that there is a higher guiding power whatever you believe that is it's really freeing to just like every day roll out of bed and be like wow this is exciting let's mm-hmm. see what today it's holds okay. for me mm-hmm. yeah
0: well you know and i found rick um through a friend of mine rick works at great tree healing and he does more of a spatial building clearing of buildings and things and when we when we um, I'm glad you saw that article. That was kind of a, a, an unrealized outcome of this was that you know Stephanie March had had an experience in, tr- in that same space, Trattoria Mucci, where somebody literally walked over to their table said said, this guy said, I'm going to be your worst nightmare. And he poured a glass of water on top of this person's head in the Trattoria Mucci space. It was previously spilled the wine when this happened. And then later the guy, you know, because it was a special invite night, they knew basically who this guy was. It wasn't like some stranger off the street. And so I think she got to ask him what happened. He's like, I don't know what possessed me. And so I get Rick Rick to come through this space and it's got a history of being, people call it cursed, like a cursed space. And I really don't dig Mm -mm. that. I don't like that at all. It kind of
1: it's not cursed you had a portal in the basement we had
0: a portal in the basement so when
1: you called me that's exactly what i saw and that's just an opening like a doorway to a different dimension and things are just come in and that's why your space is sacred and why it's good to just close those things down
0: oh yeah (laughs) well you know there had been a lot going on in that corner you know like always um outside the building and inside the building um when when i brought rick over to it was after maven closed and and i, I said this very respectfully but maven was kind of a shit show and so in that space we had numerous things happen it seemed like our managers had thing one thing after another kind of negatively occur and it was just like lord how do we you know provide this you know giving you know space make it busy don't don't have it be prohibitive because of what this you know what spiritually is you know coming through our walls like literally but rick came through i had a group of eight of us walk walk with him and i made sure everybody was like hey if you're here you got to be willing to like be here okay please because i want you to see this and i want you to experience it it's my first time too but we walked through and when he started speaking in tongues in a language that he knew kind of and when he closed the portal and when he saw different spirits and talked about why they were coming there he said this was just like a free-flowing thing and it seemed like more of an angry portal than it was anything else or it was just active Mm -hmm. and he's like we just got to get rid of this energy and he takes that negative energy From the space into his body,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: he cleans it and then sends it right back out. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when that's happening, he's got this kind of gyration going on, and it's a little, you know, for a first timer, I was going like, oh, whoa, you know, this is it's a little unnerving. It's a little unnerving, and Sandy was there with him, you know, kind (laughs) of, you know, near him. And she was picking up on like a little bit different things or kind of going in with, I, I don't know, with Rick. Uh, it was I think it, I think it was it was such a vital experience, right? And I didn't know what to expect, but it was a vital experience. We get done, walk him with him closing a portal in this one corner and, and, and removing, releasing the ghosts, saying, "Hey, man, you can, yeah. you can go do your thing.'t don't, don't wait here. Yeah. And he's like basically. I give you permission as a spirit to go, go on your way. Really that easy. Yep. And so, you know what were we, what were we experiencing before? You know this all happened. I just think, I just think it was like a a really rapid river there. I just think everybody was kind of getting tossed around in mm-hmm. that space mm-hmm. a little bit. You know and we always bring our our vibe like somebody said to me when we opened up the strip club they were sitting up in this one that's a restaurant it was up in this front corner table and she looks at me and she goes you know somebody hung themselves upstairs and i'm like okay she's like you should probably do a clearing and at the time i looked at her and i said hey i appreciate that i was less of a open person that i hey, appreciate that but I went with my feeling, and that feeling was whoever was there was fine with me, and it was fine. I didn't need him to go. But mm-hmm. I understand now it was about them finding their way out. Yeah. So this is, you know, when you stand around people who are in tune, mm-hmm. you know, um, you can really feel that, and you know, the energy that we provided at the strip club was all boisterous anyway. You know, we were that—that that was a boisterous place. We were kind of like, run in the corner so the energy was really cool there mm-hmm. but Rick after after he left we I had the opportunity to <laughs> save my own ass and open Trattoria Moochie and it was going gangbusters we were doing really really well yeah. and and um, then COVID happened yeah and then George Floyd happened and the amount of energy that was spent on Lake Street all of that anger Mm
1: -hmm. sorrow
0: oh the pain yeah literally pounded into the streets totally pounded into the streets
1: you can feel it if you're sensitive to energy i you know it's getting better but it's there's still a lot of healing that that's and releasing and shifting that mother earth actually absorbed
0: so rick came back we were lucky to sit with him again Mm. sand whatever walk around the place and he goes hey you know really the energy i see here is the way it should be but all of the ground around here all of the land and he's like it's a wide swath totally and he's like i think i might try to create these points and around it surround that energy and see if i can Heal some of it. Mm -hmm. But when he came back, he was literally trying to connect Mother Earth. Is it Father Sky?
1: Yeah.
0: Mother Earth and Mm Father Sky. He, he in the moment, reconnected them. As though we were some sort of fountain of good Mm -hmm. in the middle of this dark swath. Yeah. And that's how I felt when he came back a second time. That I had a chance amidst this shit that was going on that we did everything we could with the energy there that doesn't mean i can save a business financially
1: there are many factors many always. factors mm-hmm.
0: but that building is not cursed that building is clean that building is yep. ready to go
1: it's ready to go it's just the area that it's in is just in a healing process and yes. a shifting process yes. and it affects so everyone it
0: does affect everyone mm-hmm. but it will be back it will come back
1: mm-hmm
0: and I and I firmly believe that that's one of the reasons I wanted to stay there, because when we were at the we were down at when we had the Town Talk Diner also down on Lake Street, which burned out um, in the unrest. Um, anyway, when I had the Town Talk Diner down there, I, it was it was so hard to be there. I was told not to go there, like there were syringes in the alley, and you know, yeah. like. You know what, but this is like real place. It had such a sense of itself. That sign that when you walk in there, it had all of the history, like you're just like paging through it when you walk into this place. And so Lake Street has a certain amount of, I I wanted to stay in Lake Street because we made it through in the Town Talk Diner, through the construction and through whatever went there. And And then it didn't make it ultimately, but that's okay but you know this lake street thing I just you know i'm a little sensitive about not being able to finish the job or be there when it was when it's the hardest for the people that are there because i did have while it was hard to keep going because of business i did have the right energy there to 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 go forward and i think the next person in that space will be good to go i really believe that thanks for your help with that space you're welcome Hmm. so if you had to say you know i know you're busy and i know you have a, a lot of clients but the most important aspect of your work when when you're sitting with somebody you know what do you think becomes do different priorities pop up first do you, is it what you sense and that's what you go for
1: you know i'm always i in the work i'm very humble to in my work um, because I these are my gifts but I'm also not the one changing anything it's a it's like the person walks in and I say congratulations you made a contract with the universe to do some healing so where we go today is really between you and the universe and I'll just tell the story and I'm the conduit I'm like the power cord and because the most important part is that they understand that they have everything in themselves already. It's just rediscovering. I would say, probably one of the best things that happens in sessions over and over is people seeing people connected to their power. It's like reconnecting things that have gotten disconnected. Um, and when you're disconnected from your own power source, oh, life gets really hard. And, you know, I see it in children that come in, right? And they're so great. They're, they They shift really fast, literally, like they don't have as much debris energetic debris mm-hmm. as adults um so when they shift it's like fun and you know they eat they come out and they're smiling and they just it's like all of a sudden they're reconnected to their magic right that's them and i always tell people too like this isn't like your fingerprint of who you are as a person is completely unique and nobody else is like you right and when you when they see that, and it can be many things, right? This isn't about religion. It's not about relief. It's about you. It's about your sacred space of who you are. And I tell people, you know, be you know, religions, it's not about believing one system. So I'll have people that get afraid. They'll be like, Well, I'm Christian and I don't want this to like cry. Like I, I feel like I'm what I'm doing is wrong, right? No. It's all it's so unique and different. And I've had sessions where if you're religious, sure, there might be symbols of what you're connected to that, but it's you're, it's so much bigger than that, right? Your spirituality is as unique as your fingerprints, and it can be many religions. You can be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? Uh, shamanic, elemental. I mean, it's just, it's endless. It doesn't matter, right? I, I look at spirituality as the ocean, and I look at religion as a fishbowl just floating in this vast ocean. So sometimes when you're so restricted by one belief system and there's just so much more, um, I love when people just open their eyes, right? Like I had a woman who came to me and she just came in and the first thing I said, I, I said, oh my gosh. Like spirit animals come to me as so I'm very connected to animal vibration anyway. Um, all these birds just started flying in. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. There are so many birds in your session coming in to my third eye. It's crazy. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I know. Right. I like everywhere I go, there's birds and everywhere and this and that. And it's just crazy. And I'm like, is it crazy or is it a spiritual message? And she said, oh, I don't know. And then, of course, in her session, of course, birds, birds, birds to me, birds are messengers or spiritual messengers. Right. So she found that interesting, right? And so I got a text from her the next day, OMG, Denise, I was on a walk with my best friend, I was sharing her, I was sharing everything about our session because it was so fun and exciting and amazing. And all of a sudden I stopped and I looked down and there was a bird's nest sitting right at the base of my feet. And I said, perfect. How are you going to interpret that? Are you gonna interpret that as another coincidence, weird thing, or are you gonna take that as a message? And she wrote right back, oh, it's a message, and I get it now, and I'm so grateful, right? And then the next session she had with me, literally, I was getting into my car, and birds were dive-bombing my head, and I kind of forgot about and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see so-and-so. Crazy. <laughs> to me, it's crazy, but it just makes the world so much mm-hmm. brighter, mm-hmm. right? Because I know it so much more.
0: I, this energy thing, like I, I, I definitely... Like I say, when people walk in the door and in, in the way you work with employees, like, you know, having the right energy. And it's always it's kind of hard correcting when you're not, you know, you don't want to ride the emotion so much as you're recognizing that you're having the emotion mm-hmm. and have the emotion. You don't have to like react to the emotion. Mm-hmm. You can realize it's going on and sense it. And, you know, I think a lot of people just need to kind of really reconsider. And like you say, open up to mm-hmm. the idea that there's something else out there. And there definitely is. I know that people come back to my, I've heard people say, well, it, you know, it's a niver place. And I know they're connecting to who I am. And it is not regardless of the others, but if they know me, they're connecting that to that place. And that is that energy that we're all putting out. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, as restaurateurs, as people, I was talking with uh, uh, Congressman Dean Phillips yesterday, as I mentioned, and he said one of the biggest things people need to work on is just generally being kind in their common decency. So if you're even like putting that friendly face up forward, that friendly energy, he really believes that the simplicity of, of how, how, how nice we can be would change things, and so do I. Totally. Like that energy forward, the acceptance, the Mm -hmm. forgiveness Mm -hmm. you have to like forgive things about yourself so that you're not sitting
1: Mm -hmm. in it yeah thinking
0: you're a bad person we all make mistakes flaws Mm -hmm. are everywhere little things we
1: yeah
0: i'm reprogramming fully based on what i think my programming was when i was a kid Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not old but I'm 52 and when I was a kid like I know right and wrong but I did not have the elaborate display of everything that was out there in the world until very long until I was deep into my life and so I just you know I had to really rethink you know was my childhood perfect no it was really good privileged childhood but wow you know i had some stuff to work on there my mom she's got the energy like me like kind of like anya you know but uh my grandmother noni she had this kind of calm that my mom didn't have but noni's hands were always moving always moving so i'm just remembering all this energy from them from my childhood and then trying to figure out you know god you know i have to forgive some things you know i have a my my son and i he's 15 he's not necessarily jiving with me right now because of some things that i did or said years ago and we're working on it right he loves me i love him but you know he's been hanging on to this thing for a long time Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh man it's my fault because i said this thing you know as a parent parents are so imperfect totally and so you know you know, this is what we're now dealing with, and and I can at least sense it on him. You know, and he finally told me it was bothering him.
2: Awesome. So energy
0: is everywhere, and then and then you have to be willing to want to talk about the hard things mm-hmm. or realize them. I too sobbed like a baby in my session with Denise, and I just it was a loud sob too. Like my mouth was, <laughs> you know, and I was crying, and. it it felt so fucking good to just get it out
1: Mm -hmm. so emotion sacred right and I teach people this too so sorrow anger those are sacred emotions right we're taught to like not cry we're taught to not be angry because if we we show anger we're a bad person right so when you're talking about reprogramming that's so key and releasing anger so when you hold on to anger, right, because you've been wronged or someone's done something. To me, literally, I see people, it's like hot coal, burning coals in your hands, and you're waiting to release them so that you can hurt someone, so that you can send that hurt back, right? But in the meantime, you're hurting yourself, right? Your hands are burning. It's so much better to release it and drop it. It's just it doesn't serve a purpose, and that's also moving through it. So that's through forgiveness. But it's important for people to know that, all of emotions are sacred and and really flowing through them all is the best so feel it let it out right move it through it because it doesn't disappear you have to kind of stay in the river right without paddles without oars just let the universe guide you but yeah releasing that anger and sorrow is so huge
0: well you got me too and it felt so good and i was so pleased with just kind of the general buzz that I had when mm. I left there, and and um, you know the thing I think um, that helped me perhaps do something like Niver Niverlands, where I'm I'm being vulnerable as I as I can in a a new situation, but also it's comfortable to me because I, I love these chats. But I end up being an introvert anyway. <laughs> in our session you said uh, something about um either me being your lighthouse or a reference to a lighthouse where i where you're saying i think tim you know you could be the lighthouse and people there's a road you said mm-hmm. and it goes underneath the lighthouse mm. and for me that was a message that i took was i uh, People do come to me for advice. People do come to me and say, Hey Niver, you know, what's up with this? And I try to meet with everyone I can. And I'm like, huh, maybe maybe if I had something like Niver Niverland that I could, you know, cast a light on things. Dude shows up with his logo. I just pointed at Matt Gundrum. He just he shows up with his logo for his production company that he started. Kind of because we were doing what, because I reached out to him, mm-hmm. and and so he started a company, Gleam Tower Media, and a lighthouse is this freaking
2: awesome uh, logo. <laughs> and you didn't tell him that story no, before. I Didn't tell him that stories <laughs> to me right now. By the way. Well, that's why I think it's important. So <laughs> I think it's important to point point out that distinction. Is that this is it goes back to what I said earlier, which again, if you start if you if you get the fog off of your glasses and you start seeing the world through these beautiful people present themselves Mm -hmm. things happen like that's where the magic is that's being in the flow that's being in the flow that's when you take your hands off the wheel and you just trust and i just think that is such a beautiful way to live and when i see people around me you know my own family members included that are suffering and struggling with issues as they come up You know i try to remember remind them and there's another wonderful mentor and teacher drake powell Mm -hmm. who he is always reminding me that you are the warrior but you need to get your practice in order so that when these life events come up that are triggering or upsetting you stay grounded and you understand that this isn't about you i I love how he used to say um do you remember what his saying was Mm. oh my gosh i'm totally gapping out this is like middle age fog um, it's a different fog. i think i think there's um we were just talking about this 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 morning as a team before you got here we live in a very egocentric world right and when something happens to you a lot of people look at that as why is this happening to me they want to live in that place of victimhood instead of understanding it from the other way which is why is this happening for me and I think when you start seeing the world through mm-hmm. that lens and recognizing that each one of these things that are happening are presenting as, as so-called challenges, it really is about you stepping up and realizing that that's still the universe reminding you that this is something that you need to learn. Yeah. And again, I think there's something really freeing about that. I talk to my kids about this all the time when they get frustrated. Instead of you shutting down and feeling like, woe is me. Why is this happening to me? Recognize that it's the universe presenting you with a challenge that it knows you can work Mm. through. Like Denise talked about working through emotions. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, you know, from the experience of seeing Denise, the last session I had with her, I was shut down on all seven of my chakras. And the interesting thing is, is that I wasn't sleeping. I was ruminating. I was sick to my stomach. I was struggling with communicating. And then I go in and she says, you're exactly where you need to be.
0: Roto-rooter for the <laughs> chakras, like, unblock that, get it going, get mm-hmm. the flow happening. Um, I love the idea of being in the, of in, being in the flow. Oh, yeah. I don't think, I think my hands are still on the wheel a little bit. Okay? It's
1: hard. I mean, that's the mental piece, right? And that's where we live in a culture that, that teaches us that that's where we go. Yeah. Everything is logical. Everything has to be figured out. I just had a little boy in and he was really fearful of going to sleep, right? He just couldn't go. He'd go go into super fear mode where it was disrupting his sleep and it was just affecting his whole life. And you don't want to see that fear take over. He's about 11. So I told him the truth isn't in your mind, right? That go into your heart. So I said, let's take the bubble of what you're afraid of. Can you put it in a bubble and then can you push it into your heart space? Because the heart is what connects us to the universal truth. And he looked at me and he said, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. He like, it was like, yeah, easy. I got it. And I guess he's just, that's gone, mm. right? It's like teaching him how to kind of redirect some channels. And I think it's so helpful for so many of us because we do, we live in a culture. It's very judgmental and it's very, it teaches you, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I, what? You know, and then, but that's not the story. If it's a, if it's a challenge, it shows up. It's because it's something that you've come here to be done with. And you look at it, the shadow is a teacher. Remember, I was saying that when I saw you. So that's something I've learned. I've learned the shadow, just (laughs) like the light, like, like the universe is a dance between the light and the shadow and shadow are challenges. But you move through shadow real fast, right? And the lessons come quick. So sometimes when you get triggered by something, when all of a sudden something happens and you're like, oh, you, you feel it, you say gratitude, Okay, this is something I I still need to work through Mm. this is triggering me because this is a wound that I still am working through so thank you universe for triggering me and I still obviously have some more work to do and it's when you're not triggered anymore by events that you were in the past that's how you know that you're healing and it's beautiful such a good feeling yeah you know you're doing your work
0: I like doing that work. I like thinking about those things. I it's like fun. I like trying harder
1: it's fun for myself.
0: I see my daughter's kind of witchy. She awesome. puts spell bottles around. <laughs> she does. Uh, it's what, Wicca? Sure, there's so many. And 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 you know, it's just that she's open and she needed an outlet. And she has so many gifts. But it's also confusing. And she's trying to like put it to have some sort of answer to, have, you know, like I went out with her one night in a full moon, which it is right now. Yeah. And she did a little, I don't know, a seance or I don't know what you call the thing, but it was so cool that I, she had a whole <laughs> order of things and she was it. telling me
1: about it. I love it.
0: And I got to share that with her. And it was really cool. She has her... Uh, energized water bottles with all the symbols on them like you know that she charges outside in full moons yep. and stuff like this mm-hmm. and i'm glad she's connected so I'm good. really glad so good. My son is not like absolutely the opposite he's on his own journey he sure is
1: he's on his own oh i'd journey. love and you to okay. see him i'd
0: love you to see him because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. i just feel like you know he's kind of a tough nut to crack and i would just love you to have maybe you help him see him because he's you know, just, just so wonderful
1: a, uh a fantastic college hockey player in, like super, you know, and you, you have these things, so this is why you don't want to judge people, right? You think, oh boy, this is masculine energy and blah, 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 and this this boy was on my table and I got to the left side and I said, oh, you're really connected to the fairy realm. And I thought, oh God, this kid's going to be like, you are crazy, I'm out of here. Like, And I'm telling, you know, this buff, very successful college hockey guy, right? And he goes, I don't know what, but that resonates with me really deeply, and I said, "Awesome!" So it's just you telling me the story of you. So to me, Earth Earth based. So your daughter probably has a really strong connection to Earth based mm-hmm. medicine, and it's things that she knows. Absolutely. And I love it. I mean, hey, my kids think I'm cringy. I'm just going to be honest. I'm like, but you know, that's their <laughs> choice, and I don't push it on it. Just like I don't push anything on anybody. Once in a while, they'll come to me, but um, that's so okay. You're so not
0: cringy. Like I told you earlier, and I wasn't trying to be creepy <laughs> when you're sensing that my hip energy. I'm like, I just want to move closer
1: to you.
2: <laughs> it's still buzzing. My
1: hip is still buzzing. So,
2: Tim, I really want to say how grateful I am for this connection because, you know, this has absolutely changed my life. It's changed my children, I guess. Oh. Oh, um, but I have to tell you this, that I think it's beautiful that as a man, you're willing to speak about this, because I think in our society, you know, go, talking about your son, um, <laughs> he's tearing up. No, I'm tearing up. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're all going to be crying. <laughs> this is
0: us though, right? This is right.
2: <laughs> so I have three boys oh. and I, um, I, I really feel deeply that there is a male, sort of masculine suffering like we need to just persevere and not talk about our feelings and i think that is why we have such high levels of teenage and young men committing suicide and turning to alcohol and drugs because the pain is so deep Mm -hmm. and i look at my three boys and as denise knows like they all are incredibly gifted and incredibly empathic And one of the wonderful things about Denise is that it isn't their mom saying you need to speak, you need to talk about your emotions, it's Denise, in a way, empowering them to understand their own intuitive gifts and why it is that life can be harder for them at times. And I won't identify which of my children this is, but he needed to leave hockey because it was such an intense sport Mm. for him walking into a hockey rink with screaming parents and screaming coaches and he just needed to walk away from the sport he felt a lot of, I think, um, confliction about that at the time that he did it because of the fact that he felt like he was supposed to do it because he was a great skater and he was a boy and you know, had all this garbage that society put on him, or maybe to a certain extent, we as parents did not even realizing it. But I think it's really beautiful that you're willing to be vulnerable Tim, because I, for one, so my landlord of this building, Paul Hyde, he started down this journey and it has been monumental for him and i think i can speak on his behalf because he was featured in this article in the star tribune which i was asked to be a part of you were a part of and i said no because i was concerned about the fact that it was put into the context of as if there's like ghosts and goblins Mm. and you know the whole reality tv and i said to the reporter. I respect you as a writer, and I respect that you want to write this article, but I'm really concerned that this will just play to the popular narrative that's out there about ghosts and haunted spaces and things when this is so much more nuanced and beautiful, and this is about healing people. This is about helping people discover who they truly are, and that's really empowering. And But I will tell you that I learned from my landlord after the fact that once he was in that article... He's in the you know commercial real estate business that many of his friends were making fun of him and you know it just to me why you need to fault someone or shame them when they're on their own journey of healing it's just it's really a disservice right i mean we all have our own baggage that we're carrying through life and we're trying to understand but to, I just can't thank you enough for doing that, oh. because you spoke to your own experience of what happened after you had your space cleared, but he shared with me you know, an incredible story about a property that he's developing out in Colorado. And he said, it was horrible i mean it was they were running into zoning issues problems like at every turn somebody was injured on the job site and he said and then i had somebody died i mean it was just like subcontractors fighting with subcontractors and just all of these problems and you know had rick who happened to be out in colorado visiting his kids come over and you know figure out what was going on and he said it was like night and day so, again, when you ask people, your listeners at the start of this, to really be open to it, you know, it, again, I think people will want to stay in the space of, oh, well, it's it's witchcraft or it's this or it's that. But it really is a beautiful thing that if you're willing to tap into it and you can see just yeah. like you experienced on your, on your continued journey, how we've experienced here. Um, And not just in a commercial setting. I mean, this can be done in your home. It can be done in spaces like out in Colorado where it's a job site. But night and day, there was a difference in that that experience for him on that job site. And now these subcontractors are saying, this is the best experience I've ever had. I don't want this building to ever end. Mm -hmm. It's that kind of work that if we each individually Mm -hmm. did that, think about how much of a powerful shift there would be in our cities, in our country, Mm -hmm. in our states. I mean, it's just really powerful. And that was an elemental.
1: So that was an elemental. So he also asked me to check in energetically because I have that gift. I can check energy. I don't have to be there. I can talk to it wherever it is. And I saw this huge elemental, huge, like it looked like a worm almost just, and it was set up by Native Americans. So it goes back Mm. to uh, fighting for land and cursing land that was taken away okay so then i found out yep exactly that's what the history of it, this is right so that's what rick removed and that was uh really amazing yeah but it's all it goes deeper stories sure to everything
0: is. well like and we were talking about on lake street how that energy get pounded into the ground and oh yeah. it's going to take a while to release yep. and you know so mm. Thanks so much, Annie, because this means a lot to me, too, and I and I think the message really is whether somebody meets with Denise or not, that there's a consideration that you can make today on your own about either suspending disbelief or about trying to believe in something. Or when you look at somebody, just spread that good energy. Just give it to them, even if it's hard for you. And. You know, I feel pretty blessed that I got to sit in this room with you, you two today and Matt and Mitch, too, by that uh, standard, because it's just it feels good to talk mm-hmm. about this stuff. Just introducing it yeah, um, just being to open. some and, and then others who have others are going to like hear this and be like, oh, shit, you know, like I totally
1: know this <laughs> or just um, being open like I have an experience. Do you mind if I share about um, up in Duluth? where i was and when we talk about ghosts we t- these sometimes these are energies that are stuck it's kind of like they died if they died in a tragic way it's like they're in a loop right so i stayed in a in a hotel that's been there for a while woke up in the middle of the night it flicked something flicked that my forehead so hard it woke me up it hurt and my younger son's like mom i hear like chatting by the ice machine but there's no one out there and i'm like okay something's here but something's (laughs) trying to get my attention so we go up to the top floor there's we're having breakfast and this waiter starts waiting on us and i said can i just ask you something i said "I i hope i'm not but i just i said that there's a man that's in my room and woke me up and it's it's there's some darkness that he's trapped in darkness right and I said, I, it's probably none of my business. And he said, well, what room are you in? And I shared, and he, he just, his, he went white, right, his eyes. And he's like, I know there was a man that killed himself in that room, right? And he said, I was I was the waiter that gave him his last meal. And it's it's been so difficult for me. And he just was like, I want to thank you so much. And so I said, hey, I know Rick. We can clear it out. He's stuck. Right. And so no, no surprise that 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 I was put in that room. Okay. Yes. This is what I mean about just yes. staying open, I mean, you're seeing it, just be open to it. And so it was all meant to be. And this man was in tears because it's something that he was struggling with. Just being that person and someone suffering in that way were
0: Up for breakfast and he <laughs> walked up and was giving you OJ, so, but again, also like thinking about this dude that was so sad and took his own life, right? I mean,
1: and then knowing that i helped him get unstuck yeah. was like tears right yeah. so again i like i said to the bird lady right it's like no coincidence to me that all lined up because it was meant to be that's energy and empaths em- empaths people that are sensitive to energy you know you might feel this if you're someone that can f- that like your mood shifts really quickly always ask yourself is that mine or is it someone else and if it's something else you can choose to release it mm. right so there's many tools and resources and people that are empathic sometimes don't even know they are oh
0: god you're like a magnet to like other people's shit and you it's are. like oh god i'm gonna carry a little of this i'm gonna you carry are. a little of that Right. Oh, well, and that, I think, that i get into that all the time like and i want to be helpful for everybody i also want to stay the hell out of it i don't i don't, right. don't have
1: room
2: right right when well, i think again this is such an important piece when we talk about that we're in the middle of a mental health crisis i mean you can't turn on the news without that being first and foremost, in the media. And it's like, Denise and I have had long conversations about this because we have teenage kids and you have teenagers, right? You know how hard the world is today with the amount of information that is coming in. And if do we really have a mental health crisis or do we have a whole generation of children that is incredibly sensitive to energy and doesn't know how to deal with it? And if they were given the tools to understand this isn't me, this is I'm in a hockey rink with screaming parents and screaming coaches. Now I feel empowered Hmm. because I understand there isn't something that's wrong with me. It's just the intensity of the energy of what our world is like today for these kids. And as Denise always says, you know, children move so quickly because they haven't gotten to the point like we have as adults where we're just tamping down on. I, I don't wanna to to believe to that. that, I don't, well, mm-hmm. a, and you don't, you know you know what it's like, you shove down the emotions and then you have a powerful session with Denise and all of that, has it's like a dam that releases. Yeah. Kids haven't done that. Yeah. And yet, and on top of that, they don't understand what they're feeling and maybe they're in environments at home where things aren't healthy and yep. they're going to school and there's kids that are really intense around them. I just think that there's a larger conversation and trust me, I've had these conversations with integrative medicine doctors in town that
0: God, you're so cool.
2: No, I'm not. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, are. Like, you're, you're like yeah. digging
0: in. There's I, she's this is cool. like community, oh guys. Because it is about I've mentioned community healing. Because there is a bigger picture we have to consider these days. We have to like readjust to each other so much.
2: But you know what's so cool is like Western medicine is finally getting it. Yeah. So right before COVID, Denise knows this and she's smiling at me. You know, we started a, 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 a series here at Lynn Hall called the Nourish Series. And that really came out of, you know, I when I used to prosecute child abuse and neglect cases and worked in children's mental health for several years leading up to opening Lynn Hall, I really wanted those conversations to continue in the restaurant setting because all of a sudden I looked around me and realized how many many trauma behaviors I was seeing on a daily basis, not just from our staff, but from people walking through our doors. So I wanted to start having those conversations so people could understand what my mentors had taught me about what that is and then feeling empowered and how they deal with all of those big emotions. But right before COVID hit, I shared what Dr. Greg Plonikoff, who's like our house in town. If you ever watch that, that show House, mm. if you remember that, about, you know, the doctor that would figure out all these weird, you know, rare things that were going on with people. That's Greg. And he's here. Like he literally is his office is in Loring Park. And I remember saying to him, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about integrated medicine. And we've talked about it in the context of like, what he does is really get to the core of why it is that somebody has chronic fatigue and doesn't understand. And it turns out it's like a zinc issue or a severe vitamin D deficiency. Mm-hmm. But as we were going into COVID, I started sharing with him this journey I'd been on with Denise and with Rick. And I said, Do you think energy could play a larger part in this Greg? Do you believe in that? And he looked at his colleague at that time, Dr. Kat Hopkins, and he said, do you wanna tell her or should I? And she said, well, I need you to know we just came back from a conference, an integrative medicine practice um, conference. And one of the big keynote speakers was about no amount of Western medicine, no amount of prescriptions and talk therapy will aid people until you heal them at the cellular level that spirituality that's the universe right Hmm. that shit's cool yeah to know that western medicine doctors are now understanding we're not going to get any any movement here we're Hmm. not going to see true healing for our patients until we can access the gifts of people like denise
0: spirits the good energy
2: cellular memory cellular right it goes memory. seven generations
1: back this happens all the time in sessions where it's a ancestral pattern and I can see it and and you you go back to go forward that's what healing does you go back to go forward I had a gentleman come in had chronic pain in his shoulders couldn't lift them was very physically active no one could figure it out this happens a lot I've been to the Mayo I've been this and that, that. no one can I said well if it's an energetic thing that's stuck then that's where I come in. I can in. do it. So he was on the table halfway through the session. All of a sudden, I started seeing World War Two. I started seeing the islands with the Japanese. I started seeing him with a troop being taken prisoner. I started seeing machetes or big knives and then slice kind of some torturing right in the shoulders. He called me two weeks later and said, I don't even know what to say, but the pain in my shoulder is completely gone. And I just can't thank you enough so to me that's an imprint of energy mm-hmm. something triggered him this is how i would describe it but again to each their own but something uh triggered that imprint of enter- of his that energetic experience that he had as an energetic being because to me our energy goes way back and he got triggered and that pain came back and that's where it was holding so we released it
0: did he find the trigger
1: that was the trigger the okay. past life the past, the past life imprint was, of being tortured something i don't know if he knew something exactly brought that up something up. brought that up and so then he went back into that and that's where that pain was causes so it was you know i don't know to again just reopen and curious about yeah. it but i've had people sit up on the table right and say i didn't even know they were having an issue and they're like sitting up eyes wide open um i said are you okay I don't know, um, I have no pain in my back. I said, "Well, that's wonderful, you know me. Oh, this is so great, this is so wonderful, I'm so happy, (laughs) right? And they're like, no, they like grab me and they're like, you don't understand. I live in chronic pain. I've lived in pain Mm -hmm. for 10 years and I'm sitting here and I'm not in any pain. And you need to explain to me why I'm not. I mean, this is my life for 10 years. And I said, all that I can explain to you is that it was an energetic block. And it's been removed. I mean, I've been to the Mayo. I've been to chiropractors. I live with this pain, and I'm not feeling any pain. And I'm she was kind of freaking out because you can. I don't know. I guess if you that were
0: release of tension alone. So then
1: like, she's yeah. driving by and rolling her window down. She's like, I still am having no pain. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so great. Oh, yeah. So you know, does that happen? I mean, I can't predict what's going to happen to everyone. But if it's an energetic block like that that's where energy work and the cellular memory consider
0: that you know if if you're feeling weird and you can't figure it out look at your energy I do something
1: I had a woman I mean I could just sit here for hours right <laughs> I had a woman come in who's a, a amazing woman like you would look at this woman and you'd be like oh I would want to be her, her Just beautiful together, yeah. glamorous like <laughs> really I mean just da, da, da. she called me she's like I think I'm dying i'm losing weight i've been to the mayo i've had everything no one can find anything wrong with me denise something is going on so i said come in whoa when i got when i when we entered sacred channel i saw this blob like i can't even it was like taking up half of the room it was an energy that was sucking her life force energy i it didn't even have any dimensions i can't understand but i said okay first of all the good news is that i'm seeing is that you're not dying but something's feeding off of your life force. This is a whole nother rabbit hole conversation. But through the session, we got it disconnected. (laughs) Her mom came in like a week later crying and just saying, you brought her back and we're so grateful. And she's like, oh my God, I'm back. It's like, I'm back. So there's, So energy, when people are low, when people are vulnerable, they can become victims of low vibration energy. That was an actual thing that was feeding off of this woman's beautiful life force because she was vulnerable at one point, so.
2: Well, and I think that's one of the most beautiful things that I've also learned about Denise, is we all have the power to keep ourselves in that that higher vibration Mm -hmm. and in that place of light rather than shadow and darkness, and I think, we as humans, unfortunately, going back to that victimhood comment that I made earlier, you know, have been sort of programmed to think that that's the direction we need to go. So things that we do that continue to drag us deeper into that darkness are you know drugs, alcohol, um, toxic relationships, toxic jobs. Mm. Um, you know, again, we have the power within ourselves, regardless of whether you see a healer or not, to really make decisions Mm -hmm. that can continue to lift you up into those higher levels of vibration. And I think it's as simple as, you know, like Drake used to say to me, it's, it's the warrior's practice, it's meditation, it's yoga, it's exercise, it's food. You know, that's what I love so much about Greg and all the work he does, is that really empowering people to understand that our soils are contaminated our food doesn't give us the nutrients but guess what there's other opportunities for you to heal your body Mm -hmm. but there's Mm -hmm. just i think we now are finally coming out of a time where people just didn't understand how much of this we were just fed this information about eat this food or do this or whatever Mm
1: -hmm. and i
2: think people are much more interested in becoming their own healers and there's tremendous power in resiliency within yourself right and really starting to understand that you have those tools within mm-hmm. yourself or you can add those tools to your toolbox like reiki or any of the mm-hmm. these other things that we've talked about well, oh there's it, so much out there it's so unbelievable
0: fun. and like i say just being in this space talking to you about it today it really does me a lot of good but as we wrap up i was wondering if you'd Kind of take a peek at me, maybe align me. I don't know. I've been feeling stress. I've been feeling, you well, know, you, a lot of emotions. Yeah, and yeah. some loss. And mm-hmm.
1: So I knew before I even got here today, it was emotional. You're going through something emotional and the Earth, the, the moon. OK, so you, Tim, as I think you already know, you're an empath. So you feel vibrations around you. You feel vibrations of other people and you take them on. Um, And the full moon that we're cycle that we're in is all about releasing energy. So it bubbles things up. It's like putting a pot of water on the stove and everything just starts bubbling. So the full moon energy is encouraging you to release it. That's why it's bubbling up. That's why you're getting emotional. That's probably why the pain has come back on and the sciat of your temple, your body is experiencing it. Um, That's what I'm seeing for you. Mm. And so it's just being mindful of it and understanding that all emotion is sacred and letting it go. Um, But I feel that part of it is nourishing your temple, which is your body, which is where you're kind of, to me, energy, you're like a bubble. Your body is just what connects your bubble to the earth vibration. Um, And also you are grieving. So that's part of what it is. You've let go of something that was dear to you. And it's really important for you to know that you did it for the greatest good and not, you did it for no unselfish purpose, but there's a part of your heart that feels like you've let yourself down, Yeah. okay? But it's important for you to know that that's, that's okay. That's Let it go, feel it, and you did everything right. It's all divine timing. Cool. So you're exactly where you need to be and it's okay and it's hard but you did it and for all the greatest good and and there's so many new doors i see opening for you and windows and opportunities to redirect that energy so it's okay to grieve. grief and sorrow is a sacred emotion so you're you're grieving right now and i knew emotionally that's also why we're blue because blue is the throat chakra right it's speaking your communication it's letting things flow so that's what i'm sensing around you yeah
0: yeah. Well, I'm sensing that around me too, to be honest.
1: <laughs> and it's,
0: you know, it's okay. Like, I'm definitely in tune with my energy. Yeah. And I'll often just say to somebody, hey, today is a day where I'm do, do, do.
1: And honor yourself in being quiet. Yeah. And honor yourself in feeling that. And honor yourself in forgiving yourself. Yeah. Forgive yourself first, and all will be okay.
0: Cool. I can't wait to hang out with you again. Like, like another session really yeah like i'm serious and and again you know i think i'm feeling like i'm at that point you know where where i need to you know find a little different alignment but um as i'm in tune with my energy i really do feel good about the opportunities like not not just for me but i'm i'm sensing really 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 good stuff for this year and it's partly because i want to impose that on whatever else is out there that I'm saying it's going to be good and I'm ready for it to be good and I want it to be good so I'm trying to impose that feeling on 20 words
1: are powerful everybody listening words are powerful thoughts are powerful emotions are powerful be mindful of that when you speak low vibration words or things like that it really
2: creates a vibration and you have the ability to shift that and we all do it yeah that's really what drake i I check out drake pow's website um p-o-w-e because he's really the one that pointed that out Mm. to me is all the negative self-talk that i did the self-deprecating he's like you gotta knock it off that stuff manifests it does it's really powerful and um again he's such an incredible teacher just like denise Mm -hmm. and rick and um i definitely check out he's got a pod or not a podcast but he writes a blog and is very much into the Stoics. Um, he's just really a wise, wise person who took his own childhood, just deep, deep pain mm. and, and has and turned that into there. a way of healing himself and healing others. Well, and, yeah. you're, and your left, right? Your left hip that I'm still feeling,
1: mm-hmm. when we have energy stuck in our legs, it's about moving forward. So you are still being challenged and moving through Challenges to move forward to not be stuck. I've been to cramping con- to in con- both of my legs. Yeah, it's a that's energy. Okay, so part of that is energy. Um, so, and it's about when we when we have blocks in our legs, it's usually because we're facing something that we might be restricting ourselves from moving forward. Hmm. So that's also what what the universe is trying to help you release, so that you can move freely into where you're oh, going. I'm
0: ready to move forward. Awesome. I can say that.
1: awesome so grieving and all of it so it's all connected
0: thank you you're welcome denise great tree healing and annie Spath here from the lynn hall in a cool space where we got to talk about us Mm -hmm. me you energy feeling good about things Mm -hmm. potential realization visualization putting the good spirit forward i mean I hope you feel it when you come to my places. I hope you feel it on your own first. But thank you for joining me at Niver Niverland. You too. This has been fun, informative, and really, really cool. Thanks thank for joining me. You.
1: Thank, Thanks, you. thank you. Cheers. Thank you.
0: Hey there, this is Matt, producer of Niverland. Thanks for sticking around to the end. If you like the show, be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow our social media accounts. All that information will be in the description of this episode. Of course, it's a major help to Tim if you actually go out and support his restaurants in the Twin Cities. St. Dinette in Lower Town, St. Paul. Moochies, Italian in the West 7th neighborhood of St. Paul. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Take care.